What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on Adorn Mayhew Thursday. And each and every week, well, we have one more week after today. All through the football season, we bring in Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office or worldwide headquarters are in Troy on the east side of the state. And we break down the Lions, talk about the NFC North, the NFL, we get together, and every week has been almost a joyous celebration where we just look ahead to the next game. Well, there aren't any more games, and Lomas is standing by. Josh is in studio, and Lomas, it's 24-7 Sunday night. or It would be Sunday afternoon out in Santa Clara. You're there with Dan Miller and the crew on the Lions Radio Network. Not what you're saying on air but what are you thinking at halftime on Sunday when the Lions had a 24-7 lead over the Niners in the NFC Championship game? I swear, I'm not going to even lie to you. Still a little nervous when I walked out the booth because I, I really couldn't believe the domination. Just the domination that we had put on this team. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I walked out to the concession, and Kevin Harlan, who's doing the national broadcast, and this booth is right next to us, we interviewed him before the game, and he was just excited about it, the Lions. And he was out there, we were getting popcorn, and he was like, I can't believe it. The Lions are almost there. They're about to pull this off. And you know, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, this thing is all is about to be reality. And then, you know, the second half happened, and it's just, I'm still, I ain't gonna, I'm still trying to process the second half. I went back, and uh, a couple of days ago, I started watching the game. I only got through the middle of the third quarter. And haven't watched the rest, but I was there. I witnessed it. I called it on radio, and I still don't understand what I seen in the second half of that game. I still can't explain it to you until I. I it's just it was just unbelievable. And the last thing is that my wife told me her and her friend made their trip arrangements. They went to uh, made their uh, Vegas uh, plane arrangements. And after halftime, she had to cancel her tickets. But she had made her tickets at, at halftime knowing that we were going. So that's just some of my emotions that are still raw. Still you know, raw. Lomas, I was talking with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. We had pulled up the American Airlines app. I'm looking at flights thinking I'm going to get ahead of the curve because it's going to get even crazier afterwards. You know, we had plans set up, I think, with DraftKings to do at least a week of shows. We were going to be out there. It's 24-7. I'm at the garage bar in Ada watching it with buddies, and everybody... It, the the euphoric feeling in that place at halftime, and I looked at everybody and I said, "We are thirty minutes away <laughs> from the Super Bowl. Thirty minutes." And I said, "Hey, this first drive is going to be very important by the Niners." And when they held them to a field goal, and then they're driving all the way down the field, Lomas, and I'm like converting. You know, Gibbs gets a first down. They're they're eating clock. I, I I'm watching the clock now. It's under ten. It's under nine. It's nearing eight. 
And they had a third and five before that fourth and three where St. Brown was the only back in the backfield. And there was a little question in my mind, like, where is Montgomery between the tackles? Yes, yes. Now you're getting too cute, which has been, and I'm glad he's staying. But Ben Johnson, and even at times Campbell, when games get tight, they go away from what got them there. And, and again, I'm not piling on. It's greatest season in Lions history in my mind. But, boy, you, you run Montgomery. You, you were pounding and owning the Niners, their sidelines, the crowd. They were out of the game at halftime. And when they settled for the field goal and you're, you're driving again on them, you know, no. You, you had if third and five, if you're planning to go for it and you're Dan Campbell, you, you, if you're planning to go for it, then you run Montgomery between the tackles or at least Gibbs to the outside edge where he was very successful when they had the lead. And, and then you're going to go for it on fourth and two. I mean, it's just – and I agree with going for it there because you look at the replay. Reynolds just tried to catch it with his forearms. If, if they get that catch, they're at the 21 of San Francisco, seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. They're going to get at least a field goal now on that drive – and if they get a touchdown and the Niners only scored three to start the second half and the Lions put on seven, I think it's game over. Oh, my God. And that's just two plays that you talked about. That's just two mm. heart-wrenching plays. Huge. What about the, the beautiful punt that Jack Fox put there and we didn't get the ball inside down, the ball inside the five. Mm. That field position, I'm telling you, you look at all the hidden field positions. So San Francisco play calling coming out different. You know, if we would have got that crucial play right there. Mm. You know, you talk about the sack on Jared Goff when we went to the formation when we had Panay Sewell. We moved him over and made him eligible. Therefore, we had to bring Dan Skipper in. And guess where Joey Bosa lined up over Dan Skipper? And I mean, before Jared could get back in this drop, he beat Dan so clean. That was a sack right there. That was a seven-yard loss. That changed the way, and that created Mm. us not sustaining that drive and getting going. It's so many little things. Of course, you know the the ball hitting the face mask. It's so many little things that that really like we talked about going into this game. It's going to be every play. It's the little critical things that happen. Even even with the fumble, you know, with Jameer being misaligned. And when you talk about being misaligned, that probably was a couple of inches. You know, or so that he was misaligned and stuff. So things like that. And he never had security of that ball. Even when Jared Goff handed it off to him, he was still trying to secure the ball when he got hit. So just little, little things like that, man, can be huge yeah. in games like that. Man, you know, so much for us having this emotional therapy session. Uh, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at. Dorn Mayhew also joining us. And Josh, as we go through our seven days of denial, stages of football, grief, whatever we want to call it, as we get to Thursday now, uh, four days removed from the game, what, what still sticks with you on 
if we only did this? I guess it's a group of everything you just said. All those little plays Lomas was running through brought back the bad memories. And so depression. Lomas is supposed to be Pete positive to start this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's certainly not the case. (laughs) Uh, Anybody listening, we'll be sending out audio copies on the huge show Facebook and Twitter pages. You can play this to really pump you up. (laughs) Yeah, lift your lion spirits. One thing, if they do this over, that you think, the one thing, Josh, that it's a different outcome, and right now we have Lomas on, and he's got his Elvis Presley going, Viva Las Vegas, and we're (laughs) on our way out there. Uh, One thing different. I think one thing different is take the points when you can take the points. Um, Yeah. And I know that goes against everything that our coach had had done all season. Yeah, but this was a playoff. It wasn't a regular season game. This is a championship game, and it's it's, – I think it's a – this is a game of inches, as we've talked about before, and – if you can take the points, take the points. I think that's the one thing I would say that you should do different. If you're in field goal range, kick it and take the points. Well, he took the points at halftime and didn't throw to the end zone and because he, he wanted the three-score lead. So you don't want the three-score lead again the first go-around, which, uh, as Reynolds said, he tried to catch it and blank happens. Uh, and then the 27-24, though, Lomas and Josh, and I'll start with you, Josh. When it was 27-24 and your team's reeling, they needed that field goal try to give the team some life, in they, my mind. They did. The momentum shifted. And, and it had already shifted. It, it, yeah, long ago it shifted, but you felt the crowd back in the game. You felt the 49ers engine going, and, and, and you really needed that to settle that down a little bit and tie the game and, and try to – Because they to, went down and scored anyways when you missed the fourth down, so you can do the math on, okay, if you – you know, they still were up 10, and then the Lions – found a way to still get it in the end zone, even though they took that timeout that cost them 40 seconds. Uh, Lomas, uh, the well, second the second fourth down try that Josh just talked about, that, that's the one that sticks with me, where, yeah, it's a 48-yarder, but you know what? You got rid of Patterson. You brought Badgley on. I think he hit a 53-yarder against the Rams. I know that's indoors, but you got to at least give that a shot, in my mind. Yeah. My thing, I would have took the points, too, if I got that opportunity. But, again, you know, now you got me looking at the little things. And what was the most glaring, one of the most glaring things to me in that second half was, again, our tackling. I I mean, our tackling cost us a lot of yards. It's kept kept a lot of drives going. And I know that's going to be one thing that Dan and them look at. You know, when you look at this film over and over again, that's going to be one little thing that dropped out. We missed more tackles in that game than we missed all year long. All year long. That was the one game we missed the most tackles in. I think it was like 16 tackles that we missed in that game. And it comes back, and again, it don't seem like it's big things there, but it adds up when you when he could break a tackle and get a first down rather than stopping them from getting that first down. Or he gets a few extra yards to set up that first down. So that was something that's kind of underlying that really hurt us in the second half, too, when you talk about everything else that we've talked about. Josh Garvey, he is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, joining us in studio each and every Thursday. We have one Thursday left next week. 
Lomas Brown has joined us all football season. It's been fantastic conversation. Uh, today, uh, this broadcast will be there for everybody who's going through a bad day and you just want to make it worse. Listen to us. <laughs> you know, I, here's what I don't understand. Okay. And I, I really, where coaches can outthink themselves. Okay. And let's remember Johnson, Campbell, on the coaching clock, they're still young, right? Aaron Glenn is a coordinator, and I'm glad they're both staying now, not getting NFL openings. But you you had what was working like crazy in the first half. How do you not follow that same script the entire second half, at least up until when you're down double digits? I can see you got to throw uh, the playbook out the window. But how do you not come right back same formations, what you've done, pound the ball, uh, eat the clock, get them worried. Lomas, how, how do you not why, – why such a big difference, which you mentioned, from first half to second half for the Lions? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, we dominated. Like I say, huge. I, I Going into that game, I thought that we would have problems in the interior of the line. Y'all remember me saying that because Frank was hobbled. You got Coyote, uh, you know, a young guy over at the left guard, and then you got Graham Glasgow. You know, I thought our strength was at our tackle position. But, man, the way we were surging them off the line. I mean, we pads low, surging. You know what I'm talking about, Huge, because your son, you know what I'm saying? When, when you're getting a surge on the guy, and they were moving them guys out of there, and you talking about – uh, Eric Armstead, you talking about uh, Hargrove, uh, the free agent they got from Philadelphia, you talking about two guys that were very good all year long that formed probably the best D-line in the NFL, and we were surging up. David was gashing them, and like I say, for us, a, a great point of why did, why did we go away from that? I mean, until they – Stop that! Now the one thing they started doing better too in the second half that I took, they start tackling better in the in the second half. But again, I think we only ran the ball maybe like seven times in the second half. So you know we didn't have that opportunity that I felt to continue to let them big boys, our big boys, eat up front. And I'm telling you, once that momentum go away, once you get away from that run game and you can't get back to that run game like you. It's very hard getting back to it late on in the game. So, yeah, I know that's something that they're going to look at during the offseason and say, why, why, why? Everybody's asking the question of why today, including the coaching staff, everybody. We're asking why fans are everybody is today. Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, joins us every Thursday, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder. He runs a GR office, also joining us in studio. Yeah, we can look back now. I get the games behind us, Josh. But to me, you were 30 minutes away from a Super Bowl, not only just getting there and winning the NFC, something the Lions haven't done in the modern era, but it would have been a Kansas City team you already beat at Arrowhead. Granted, both teams aren't similar, but the Lions are a much better offensive team than they were in Kansas City. This is what stings and will sting for a long time. Absolutely. We were there 
and it's just a hard, hard letdown. Um, we had them. We really did. And mm. all these questions we ask. Um, just bringing back the memories. It's yeah. really, it's like we're going through old girlfriends and we're all just talking <laughs> about girls <laughs> we loved who just curbsided us. I thought, you know, halfway through the relationship, it was perfect. <laughs> and in the second half, you became someone I didn't know. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, it is. I, I'm telling you. I any any time I've talked about the Lions this week, I borderline feel like I'm a hostage and I'm having to read like it is time to talk about the Lions on the huge yeah. show because it hurts, man. Because you know if they would have lost forty two ten and never were in that game, I'm like great season, one two playoff games, got the home game at Ford Field, I'm happy. But to give us that domination, as Lomas mentioned. Uh, the, the domination in the first half. Every fan wanted that their entire life rooting for the Lions. It was what they did to the Cowboys at the Silverdome, and then they turned around and laid an egg. At least they didn't do it. The second half egg was there, but uh, Lomas, I, I, know, I know Campbell sent the message right afterwards. Hey, guys, I don't know if we're ever going to get back. It's tough to get their schedule. be tougher. You're going to be the hunted, which... I kind of thought, Lomas, and I've said this all week, he sent the message for the offseason to the Lions right after that game. Yeah, I, oh, absolutely he did. And that, that's that's the brilliance of Dan Campbell. And also what he set up is that we know what he told them guys in the locker room is that we everything has to go through Detroit next year. So the NFC Championship game needs to go through Detroit. They've seen, the nation has seen what an advantage we have at Ford Field and what an advantage Ford Field can be. So Dan has pumped this in them that, hey, everything next year got to, like it went through San Fran this year, it's got to go through Detroit, go through Ford Field. So that's going to be the message. So that's already letting you know that you got to win the division. You got to win the playoff games. You know, you want to be the number one seed, so you got to win the division, dominate. And like you said, you go in as the number one seed, everything goes to Detroit. You know you're going to the Super Bowl, and he knows that. So, Mm. yeah, it's been established, believe me. Uh, Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network. I really thought this was going to be therapeutic. Instead, I'm, I got my lion's headache back. I'll have to go get a bottle of Advil and eat them like they're Skittles. <laughs> it's a little Honolulu blue. Oh, yeah, a little Honolulu blue. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some flying aces, a peach whiskey or cinnamon. I might throw that in. I, oh, my Lord. Yeah. I, Let's look at the future. I know. Let's look at the we, You know what? Next week, well, that's what we'll do in our final segment yeah. here presented yeah. by Dorn Mayhew. Yeah. Next week, we'll look ahead to the offseason season. Draft in Detroit, uh, what yeah. they need. They already had two pieces of good news at Glenn and Johnson. You're going to have continuity uh, with the Absolutely. coaching staff, which is big, right? And, and we'll, Absolutely. We'll get to that next week, Lomas. We all need more time to recover. I don't even know if I can watch the game. I'm, I, might, I might have you come up, uh, and maybe we can get the Lomas Lions golf cart from Impact Power Sports. I'm thinking about doing a puppy bowl watch party at Chowhound. 
or PetSmart, and the puppies have to wear Lions and Ravens jerseys opposite teams that lost, and and we might watch that game and, uh, you know, do uh, the puppy bowl because if I look at the Niners, there, there's two things about looking at the Niners, and it's back-to-back games. First, how Green Bay blew given the Lions – home field advantage in the NFC championship game and how the Lions blew that second half. Yeah. In San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then Kansas City was a team. I know Mahomes is the man and Kelsey and oh. but they're beatable man. You know, Baltimore was just so bad at home. Yeah. They're beatable and the Lions not only could have gotten to the Super Bowl, but they could have left Vegas world champions. By the way, the huge motivational tour with Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey from Dorn Mayhew, and the huge show. We're coming to a city near you. I'm looking at some of our first stops. Uh, Houghton, Michigan. What up, H-Town? Petoskey, we'll give you details soon. If you're down on the Lions, we're going to bring happiness all across Michigan. <laughs> and if you believe that tour is coming anytime soon, then maybe you yeah. think the Lions we held on and won that game. We need a little bit more time. Everybody uh, does. Like you uh, everybody needs a little mm. bit more. This is stinging. This right uh, now is stinging. Yeah, oh feels like I'm yeah. impaled with. Yeah, I'm and I'm going to need surgery. Oh my God! I mean, nah, she said impale. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, yeah, I did. All right, it's getting sad over here. It is sad, man. Sad. We need like you know, high, we need some you know, like Kenny G right now playing or something. The future is bright. Okay? Oh, the, the future is bright. Oh, yeah. Oh, bright, oh, right. Hold on, here, here comes Newt Rockney of Dorn Mayhew right now. <laughs> hey, future is bright, Bill. Like when I go to Lomas, hey, let's walk him in the former line. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Lomas, we'll talk next Thursday in our season finale presented by Dorn May, who Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, runs the GR office. Good stuff as always. Thank you, Lomas. All right, take care. All right, and, and Josh Garvey, Dorn May, who one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh runs a GR office, solid stuff. And next week we'll put the past behind us and look ahead. That sounds good. We'll uplift some spirits over here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Josh. (laughs) Thank you.